Hello, Kate here and welcome back to Smart RD. World news. Former US Senator and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton has likened Donald Trump to Hitler and warned that he would end democracy if re-elected. She said, Trump is telling us what he intends to do. Take him at his word. Trump has already stated he will use the Justice Department to investigate political rivals and former allies who have criticised him. He would also use the US military to quash protests and dissent in America. Trump is currently leading Biden in several key states, but if Trump is convicted of current charges of fraud, many voters will switch back to Biden, according to recent polls. A senior prosecutor has said that Trump is toast and it's just a question of what the penalty will be. It's unlikely he'd serve time, but he risks losing his glamorous real estate. Last year, Trump pleaded the Fifth Amendment over 400 times, yet last week he said he wasn't guilty, which is essentially a contradiction. He is still the front runner in the Republican race and voters are dreading the rematch, as I think we all are. Business news. 2023 global wine production is down 7% versus last year, reaching the lowest level since 1961. Low yields are a consequence of bad weather, including frost, heavy rain, flooding and drought, according to the International Organization of Vine and Wine, the OIV. The EU produces over 60% of the world's wine, and this year production has declined by 12% in Italy and 14% in Spain, as the grape harvest was hit by dry weather and little rainfall. In France, though, yields are the same, meaning France has overtaken Italy to become the world's largest wine producer. The main winemaker in the southern hemisphere is Chile, where yields have dropped by 20% due to droughts and wildfires. The picture is similar in Australia. The US, however, is bucking the trend with production up 12% on last year. There's no need for the industry to panic. As demand is falling worldwide, particularly in China, lower consumption will help the decrease in production and prices should remain stable. In August, the French government set aside 200 million euros to destroy surplus wine stocks. Entertainment. And the wonderful, funny, charming Matthew Perry passed away at the end of October. Best known for playing Chandler Bing in Friends, he battled his whole life with addiction. Despite a string of glamorous girlfriends, including Julia Roberts, he never felt he was quite enough due to feelings of abandonment after his parents split up when he was young. He was desperate to be famous and he got his wish, but he had been drinking since he was a teenager and then a jet ski accident left him dependent on the highly addictive painkiller Vicodin. In 2018, he spent two weeks in a coma with little chance of survival. He was determined to make the rest of his life count by helping others with addiction and even transformed his $10 million Malibu beach house into a men's sober living facility. If you haven't read his memoir, I can highly recommend it. It's an honest and raw account of his life that will take on new meaning following his death. Sport. The Saudi 2034 World Cup will have been a surprise to some and not to others. 
There have been accusations of sports washing, the use of sporting events to clean up an organisation or country's image, especially one involved in controversy. Saudi Arabia doesn't have the best human rights record. There are women's rights abuses, homosexuality is a crime, free speech is severely restricted, the murder of journalist Jamal Khashoggi, etc. The list is endless, but when you are the world's largest exporter of oil, money talks. It will most likely be another Winter World Cup due to extreme summer temperatures, as with Qatar, so the environmental impact doesn't bear thinking about. Saudi Arabia claims to be trying to modernise the country, inspire young people, including women, and boost tourism. FIFA's handling of the bidding process is under scrutiny due to the reduced timing and rules around where the host country must come from. Considering President Gianni Infantino's regular meetings with the Saudi crown prince, it seems it was a done deal. Self-development now, and procrastination is a common problem, even more so in today's hectic world where we are overloaded and time poor. Maybe you should try time boxing, which is limiting how long you spend on a task. You can use it in conjunction with time blocking, which emphasises when you'll do it. Time boxing is a useful time management technique which prevents you from spending too long on a task, whether it's work or personal. You might have heard of Parkinson's Law, which observed that some employees expand the task to fit the amount of time they have. So if they have two hours, they take two hours, even if the task could be done in one. However, in most jobs where you're snowed under, you don't have the luxury of time. With time boxing and time blocking, you have a fixed deadline and you eliminate or at least reduce the stress and other negative effects of procrastination. So how does time boxing work? First of all, prioritise your to-do list. Secondly, highlight the tasks you can do in one sitting. For larger tasks, decide how many sittings you'll need to complete them. If you have to write a presentation that will take one day, it's unreasonable to expect completion in one day straight. After a certain point, your attention will wane, you'll get tired, and the quality of your work will drop. A time limit will keep your productivity high. The length of the time slot will depend on the person. Some believe that two-hour stints are optimal as you spend less time context switching. Others swear by the Pomodoro technique, where you work for shorter amounts of time, then take a short break, then start working again. You do this several times within one session. If you are likely to get distracted during your breaks, you might prefer working for longer stretches. If, on the other hand, you get tired easily, maybe try the Pomodoro method. However you decide to break up your work, the important thing is to set time limits and not go over them. You can simply block the time out in your calendar as I do. Or if you have colleagues who like to fill your time with meetings, you might want to send yourself a meeting request or use an app that syncs with your calendar so people see your time as busy. I decided to give time boxing a go because I often sit down to write the podcast and get distracted by emails or I just can't decide what to write about. With a realistic time box, I have to make a quick decision, do my research, then record. And ta-da! Here I am! 
So that's all from Smarterity for now. Remember to check out the vocabulary on Super Brian and I will talk to you soon. Take care.